Welcome to our channel. I'm Tiffany and I'm Hugo. We're sell quick ship quick part-time resellers full-time hustlers and today we wanted to share with you all how we process our clothing inventory after the photography and measurements have been completed. We also want to share what we feel are the essentials for our process. All right so first let's start off with our essentials. What cool. do we got? Okay so we have our bins, these buckets, huh? Huh? Ooh. Ah. Come with a lid. Mm -hmm. Not shown. Not shown. Uh, and we choose the the clear ones. We do know they make the full dark ones, uh, uh, regular plastic ones. But that way we can see one, the items that are in it, and two, if they're full or not. Mm-hmm. And then next up, we have. These 9x12s, we also have the 12 by 15 but for the clothes, the majority of them go in this 9x12 resealable bag. We got these from Amazon. Um, we have ordered them from eBay in the past, uh, but you can get them from Amazon, either or. Yeah, either or. And the reason we use the resealable bags, we supply measurements for our items but we keep it simple. So any tops and dresses only get the chest measurement pit to pit, and then the length from shoulder hem to bottom hem. Um, pants get waist laid flat, the rise, and the inseam. But we have gotten questions for arm length, which we actually just got the other day. Um, so, uh, arm length, we've gotten questions about um, the ankle opening. Yeah. Um, we've gotten questions. Same with the sleeve opening. Sleeve opening and the hip measurement. And they gave us the exact way they wanted us to measure the hip measurement. So, in the event that we get these extra questions, it's a resealable bag, so we can just open it right up, check the measurement, put the item back in, not waste the bag. Um, yeah. And next up, our handy dandy scale. So this is our smaller scale. Uh, why do you like the smaller scale? So this, like paper thin, Oh, not paper thing, but you so know, almost. Uh, but this Taylor scale, so I like this one because of the portability. Um, I have a little moving cart that sits under my desk. The scale goes on top of that, and I weigh all my items right next to me, right before listing it. Uh, we also got this scale from Costco, so it was super affordable, but I just really like how compact it is and where it sits in my desk. Um, it's the perfect fit. Yeah, we also have a more industrial looking scale uh, and that's the one we keep in the garage over there in the shipping department and that's more for our heavier items, uh, bigger boxes. Uh, that one goes up for like 300 pounds. Alright, next up we have these Avery address labels. So this box, we got these from Costco. Uh, this is the 6240 and it's got 30 labels per sheet. As you can see, um, I like using these because I can rip them up into strips. 
and two because each thing is um got the tear away for like three columns but i rip them into strips because as i'm writing out the skew when they're in strips like this it's easier to peel off the sticker uh so these labels go on th this bag after i use the scale uh also though before when you weigh them out you do add a little something right yes i do add a little something i add this little something which is a poly mailer this beautiful poly mailer we got this one from uh you pack and ship great company duro polymer we enjoy them and you can find them on ebay yeah well i also add this guy to the weight this is our rollo label uh i put this and this on top of our item on the scale to get a more accurate weight and then that way when i'm putting the weight into our shipping area i get an accurate idea of whether or not our item is going to go first class or priority yeah and the reason that's important is she might weigh it and the item alone in the bag might weigh 15 ounces but adding the label and everything else technically would be over the pound mm -hmm. and my handy dandy sharpie because this is what I use to write the SKU number on the address label. Yeah, it sounds simple, but you want to make sure you have one that works because when you're in a flow, last thing you want is to. And the reason I use a sharpie and not a pen for the SKU number is so that it is big and bold, and it helps make shipping easier when he's quickly skimming through the box. <laughs> Through the bags in the box. In the box. And then he can see the skew and it's in the face. In your face. In my face. Alright, so when I photograph, I do the measurements, I fold the item, I put it into that plastic bag that we showed you in the beginning. And then I put our items in order of the photos. So in this box, this is the first item in this box. Um, I put it in the order in which the photos will be uploaded so that when I do my measurement or my weighing, um, they're already in the order that I see them on my computer.
um, 26 items that are ready to go. And these are all in numerical order. And they are vertically stacked so that during shipping, it's a lot easier for me to go. So during shipping, all I gotta do is check out our SKU number. And through that SKU number, I'll know what bin it's in. In this case, in this case, this would be bin 75. And then there you go. And perfect. And then it'll say the number. So in that case, say it said bin 7511. I knew it would go into the bin, numerical, find 11. There it is. And we have the ounces on here. So this is five ounces. And we took into account the polymailer and the Rolo label. Yeah, so when it comes down to it, uh, for shipping, I just gotta go in and put five ounces under shipping. So if it sells on uh, eBay, that's where it matters, or if it sells on Mercari, the ounces matter. But as we know, sells on Posh, easy, one price label. All right, so we don't reuse our SKUs. Um, as it sells, our box gets empty. I'll take a few minutes or like, yeah, a few minutes out of a day when I realize I have no room left for SKUs. I'll look through our inventory and since we use clear boxes, I know which boxes are getting low. Um, I'll take that box down. I'll see where the last number ended and I'll start writing out labels uh, based on the available numbers. Yeah, and what that means is since our inventory is stored in the garage, she doesn't have to bring the whole bin into the house. Instead, she has the labels with the loud numbers that are gonna fit in that box. Mm -hmm. That way she just, from the desk, fills it up, and then later on we take it out and put it in the, in the correct bin. Well, I fill it out when I'm usually in there. This was a brand new bin, but if this bin was like, say, half empty, and the last number in here was A7523, I would bring my little handy dandy stickers in and I would write down A75, 24, 25, 26, or however much space is available for more inventory. I'll take it back in. I already have the bin and item number available. So when I weigh things out, I just put the weight, slap the sticker on the item and done. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, as you guys saw, we have our essentials and our process. Hopefully that helped. Now, all, most of the things we got, um, half of it we got online, the other half we got at uh, Costco because we love Costco. But in case you don't have a Costco nearby, I will make sure to get those links underneath for you. Uh, so you guys can see if they work for you. And those are affiliate links, so we will get like, you know, a penny or two. But nonetheless, help you guys out. Well, I hope you enjoyed this video. Um, we're curious to see what your inventory system looks like. So if you leave us a comment, let us know how you set up your inventory. Uh, if it's similar to ours, if it's not, if it's a completely different system. We would love to get feedback and just see what works for you. Yeah, a little challenge. If uh, you're up for it, go ahead and on IG and Instagram, Tag us and show us your inventory system. We'd love to learn. And yeah, thank right. you for joining us. And uh, hit the thumbs up. Um, subscribe. subscribe. The works. And we'll catch you later. Bye-bye.